All right, we're up. Oh, a lot to react to here. Another wild weekend in the SEC, but the big news here we got to start with. We already got someone in here. Mark Stoops, Texas A&M. When I saw this, this all started, well, I believe Billy Lucci had this first, but it, it really got going Saturday morning, Bruce Feldman, when he was reporting it, but <laughs> I never would have imagined it would come to this for Texas A&M to get Mark Stoops, a guy who, you know, you, you listen to this show, you know all about it. He's a C, C-plus coach. That's who A&M's getting. God-awful SEC record. He'll, he'll have a much better SEC record at A&M with better players, but it's – I mean, I was joking. Eight and four jokes are incoming. That's what Texas A&M's going to be. Because here's what Mark Stoops is going to do for you. He'll beat the Mississippi schools. You could, something you couldn't do under Jimbo. He'll beat Arkansas more often than not. But he'll never beat Alabama. He'll never beat Texas. He'll probably never beat Oklahoma. You know, quality teams. And if he does, he'll turn around and lose to Vanderbilt or Kentucky or South Carolina. That's who uh, That's who he is. And he is a uh, Jimbo Fisher disciple. So, <laughs> no, afraid not, Cal. Mark is not guaranteed 10 wins at A&M. I don't think so. I do not think so. He's not six and six. He's better. He's he's split the difference there. Eight and four is what a and going to be under Mark Stoops. How about uh, Florida fans? Some of them saying we got to get rid of Billy Napier. Just lost again. Heartbreaker. Mm. I wish Florida got Jimbo, says Michael Riley. <laughs> I don't wish that on you, Michael. I don't, I don't wish Jimbo on anybody. Billy Napier is better than... Jimbo Fisher, I really do think. Mm. But yeah, it's interesting. I mean, you spend all that money to get rid of Jimbo, $77 million, which, you know, that's spread out over eight, nine years. They didn't just give him a lump sum or anything, but all that money, turn around and hire Mark Stoops. That's, that's bold. That is bold. Mark Stoops, is it official? I don't, it's not official, no, but everybody and their mother is reporting it now. So, I think it would take a lot to backtrack it. I, I I anticipate it will be official very soon. And it looks like, uh, you know, we did last episode, Jeff Lebby to Mississippi State. That, again, that's not official either, but Ross Dellinger reporting that that is likely to happen. So, mm, two job openings. Well, now we got another one, Kentucky, if Stoops, in fact, leaves for Pat Forty, uh-oh, we're getting Pat Forty updates. I mean, my God, when do we care what that guy has to say? <laughs> Only when it I, – I think A&M fans are clinging to Pat Forty reports right now. Mm. Auburn fan here. How? Oh, God, all this – forgot about the Iron Bowl. God, how awful was that? <laughs> Fourth and 31, two-man rush, eight men back. They had a spy on Jalen Milrow. That's – that's bold. I mean, that's a guy you gotta you gotta spy, but do you have to spy him on fourth and thirty-one? I think not. Mm-mm-mm. Ooh, almost threw my phone into the river, says JP. Probably I don't know if that's in reaction to fourth and thirty-one or in reaction to Mark Stoops, but both are warranted. 
Hmm. Did they give Mark Stoops a hundred? Yeah. Here's another thing about this Mark Stoops hire. Is he going to take a pay cut? I don't think so. Wouldn't imagine he's coming to College Station to take to take, make less money. He makes eight and a half million dollars now. So what in the hell are they going to pay him? Nine and a half, ten million? Top five paid coach? Hmm. I mean, milky pants. You know, let's let's run with Milky Pants if that is your real name. Interested in the contract? Supposedly, it's going to be heavily incentive based, so it might be a good value. First of all, I kind of question Milky Pants as a source how he would have contract details at this point in time. But why in the hell would you leave somewhere where you're getting paid eight and a half guaranteed? And if you win, uh, if I don't know, if they, I think they amended this, so it's not quite. But it used to be he wins seven games, automatic extension. He wins 10, it's automatic two-year ex extension and a raise. So he's going to walk away from all that for an incentive-based contract? I, I'm not buying that. That doesn't make any sense. What's going on? Cousin Shane's in here. Yeah, so I would anticipate Kentucky to go after uh, John Summerall, who is, uh, I believe, at Troy. Used to be at Kentucky. Now he's... Um, Let's look up Troy's record real quick because I have no idea. I think they won their league last year. They were they were excellent last season. 12 and 2, Troy was last season. That was John Summerall's first year. This year they're 10 and 2. I mean, he's an excellent coach. Again, this is a Sun Belt. I get it. But they have won nine games in a row playing in the Sun Belt Championship for the second season in a row. Won it last year and beat uh, UTSA in the bowl game. I mean, hell, Kentucky may have upgraded from this, and, and they'll do it at a significantly lower rate. So uh, another thing to, to consider when it comes to Mark Stoops for Texas A&M fans to be aware, yeah, he hired Liam Cohen, and then about, I'm trying to think of the timeline, maybe like seven, eight seasons ago, he hired um, Neil Brown, the guy that became the, the head coach at West Virginia. Aside from those two, he, his staffing on the offensive side of the ball is awful. The receiver coaches, running back coaches, tight end coaches. Uh, he had a good offensive line coach a couple of years ago. His staffing is, and he's a defensive-minded coach. His, that's, that's what you got to do. If you're hiring a defensive guy, you have to hire one that knows how to identify coaches on the offensive side of the ball. No idea if Liam Cohen will become with him. If he does, then you're fine. But if he doesn't, if he stays at Kentucky or if he takes another job, I think Liam Cohen could be a, a G5 head coach pretty soon. Mm. Got to watch out for that. Watch out. I mean, because that, that, that's going to make or break Mark Stoops. Does he bring Brad? He's got a really good defense coordinator, Brad White. Does he bring him? Mm. Yeah, I think John Summerall will be – Kentucky's coach, and they may upgrade again, and they'll save a shit ton of money. Mm, Cousin Shane says, What a wild weekend! Heck of a way to close out the season. Who's hurting the most right now? Mark Stoops won a big game and then leaves right up. Mm, that's tough. I mean, it's got to Auburn's got to be the most down in the dumps, right? Florida didn't make a bowl, South Carolina didn't make a bowl. They're down in the dumps, too. Whew. Rough, rough weekend for the SEC outside of Kentucky. They held their own Georgia Tech, pushing Georgia to the limit. I think clearly they're looking ahead to Alabama, just like Alabama was looking ahead 
to Georgia. I have to believe, but <laughs> SEC championship, that's going to be one hell of a game. Basically a national championship game. Mm, I don't think Liam Cohen will be the next Kentucky coach. That'd be, I think that'd be a big leap. I think you'd much better off getting John Summerall. A guy that's been a head coach, not only been a head coach, been at Kentucky, been in the SEC, been at Ole Miss too. Give me John Summerall. I think he, he, he's got the potential to be one of the better coaches in the SEC if they can get him. Sunbelt Summerall. <laughs> We're going to start that already. If he starts slow. So. <laughs> A&M fans are saying, bring Jimbo back. Not a, not a bad one. Stoops, just a smoke screen for the real hire, like Dabo, hmm? Ryan Day. Get our hopes up. Mm. Cousin Shane, I tr I truly think Saban has made a deal with the devil. They may win it all this year as he finishes his final season. Who Not only did Cousin Shane predict Mizzou 10-win season, but if you recall, he predicted this also. Same time in the offseason. Alabama's winning the national championship, and he said it'll be Nick Saban's final season. So who am I to doubt the professor? who's red hot on these uh, off-season predictions. Jimbo Fisher, OC at A&M. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Stoops should bring in Cliff Kingsbury for offensive coordinator, if he can get him. But, again, that uh, Milky, uh, your sources, again, mm -mm. former NFL coach, college coach, he's not going to come back to uh, College Station to be an OC, I wouldn't think. A&M is now in the dumps, too. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Whew. Jimbo to Kentucky. No, they, they could do a hell of a lot better than that. Shane says, can't believe Gary is gone. We will rebuild. <laughs> Somerall, yes, he'd be a great hire, I do think. Auburn can be dangerous once they get great players there, says UGA Chris. Yeah. I mean, they... Think about it. Who has pushed Georgia and Alabama more than Auburn? Mm. But he also lost to New Mexico State. That, that's the Hugh Freeze experiment right there. He gets you one you don't think uh, you're going to get, and then he loses games he shouldn't. Hypo to Florida, just pitching out ideas, says Michael Riley. I, would, I think that would be an upgrade for Florida, certainly. Matt says uh, Saban made a deal with the devil as soon as I started calling it the King Dynasty. <laughs> mm. Mm -mm -mm. Why didn't Auburn send the house on that fourth and goal? We'll never know. You maybe don't want to send the house because then it exposes you in the back end, but they literally gave him eight, nine seconds to sit back there. They had a two-man rush with a quarterback spy and eight men in coverage, and they left the outside receivers one-on-one. -on -one. I mean, it was totally illogical what Auburn was doing. It's awful, awful. I mean, I'd, I would have fired – somebody needs to get lose their job over that. I would. That's a fireable offense. Cliff King's married to Arkansas. Hmm? I don't know about that. Maybe Kentucky gives Brad White a shot. I would hate that move for Kentucky. Just like uh, Jeff Levy. I mean, you just 
these guys could be solid coordinators, but hiring someone first time in the SEC, no experience in this league, they eat you up a lot. Hell, Zach Arnett, and I get I get it, you know, it was unique circumstances. They they gave that guy 10, 10 games. <laughs> I mean, this is not a league for you for training wheels. You got to be good to go. UJ Chris says, Mike, we got you next week with the King Dynasty. <laughs> Alabama's the team of destiny. I hate to tell you, Chris. I think that I may flip my pick. Alabama may whoop Georgia next week. Go on to the playoff. Hmm. Is Ohio State still in the playoff? No, they're done. People keep asking, is, is Stoops official? Not official yet, no. So it could change. And I would think that if Kentucky is going to keep him, there there has got to be some kind of uh, large commitment to NIL. I mean, it, hell, Mark Stoops publicly put that out there. And the team seemed to uh, not take kindly to that. So, I don't know. I mean, it's, it seemed like he kind of lost the team. But then, of course, that's not the case because they just whooped Louisville's ass. Well, they didn't whoop their ass. But comeback win, big – You didn't, he didn't lose the team if that happened. But – they played god-awful down the stretch till that final game. So credit Stoops for getting them ready for that one. Cousin Shane asks, which team are you more disappointed with, South Carolina or Florida? Mm, good question. Probably South Carolina because both years they overachieved under Beamer, and this year they underachieved. Now, you could say they got – you know, a bunch of injuries and all this. I I get it, but mm, of course, Florida did take a step back. You made a bowl last year, didn't this year? But I I think most people realize Florida. I remember Stuart Mandel. I think it was. Didn't he predict Florida would win three games this year or, or two games or something crazy like that? I mean, outside of diehards, the expectations were pretty low for the Florida Gators, and I. Five games, I mean, that's that's right at – I mean, the over-under was five and a half. So they came just under expectations, and they – again, they lost all these games down the stretch, but they looked good in all of the last several games against tough competition. Who is the most disappointing team in the SEC? I think it's clearly Arkansas. Mm. <laughs> and after uh, that performance on Friday mm. – uh, I don't know how Arkansas rallies that that around Sam Pittman. I just ugh, I don't know that they can. Imagine spending seventy five million to get Mark Stoops. <laughs> that may be the comment of the live stream right there. Oof. Bama was chanting, "We want Georgia." Well, they're going to get them for the right to go to the college football playoff. Can't wait! It's going to be one hell of a game. Mm, yeah, Jimbo's out on his yacht. He ain't going to be calling any plays for anybody anytime soon. Austin, appreciate your five-buck do donation. As an Ole Miss fan, I'm afraid that Florida will fire Billy and hire Kiffin. Do you believe my fears are legit? No, because I they're not going to fire Billy unless there's some scandal or something. Now, it, unless you're asking, will they do it a year from now? I think that's realistic. I think Billy Napier, 99%. I mean, they're not going to fire him. They they were beating Florida State. You know, I, I get it. Both teams didn't have their quarterback, but 
They didn't do anything to embarrass themselves. I mean, they were underdog to Florida State, and they lost. Dan Mullen to Kentucky. Now, that'd be a, I think that'd be a solid hire for Kentucky, but I don't think so. I think it'll be John Summerall. I really do. Hmm. Aaron says, Stoops and Morrow were on the KSR post game. They don't sound like they're leaving. They never do till they're gone. Hell, Lane Kiffin named his son Knox, and then he left. <laughs> Nick Saban said, I ain't coach in Alabama, and then he was soon later the coach at Alabama. Kirby Smart was on his way to South Carolina, and then he was Georgia's head coach. I mean, these things, they go quickly, very quickly. When Saban retires, who do you get to replace him? Mark Stoops. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> CT says, I'm stunned. I'm stupefied. <laughs> Is Shane Beamer on the hot seat? No, that's crazy. Kiffin to Kentucky. <laughs> someone did ask me. I reached out to someone in the coaching profession. I said, hey, you, did you hear this? Mark Stoops to, uh, no, I said Stoops to Texas A&M. And he said, Bob Stoops? Because I know you ain't talking Mark. <laughs> uh cousin Shay, Nico on any awards list. Did you see the three minutes he was in? <laughs> he looked great. He looked great. Mm. Seriously, though, AM isn't gonna stoop that low. I believe they are. I believe they are. Mm. I just can't believe it though. I mean, this is Stoops is uh, Again, he's a C coach, but here's the deal. With the talent he's going to have to work with, again, if he's C, he's, he's a C. It doesn't matter the talent. What that means is he's basically going to beat the teams he's supposed to beat, and then he's hardly ever going to beat the teams above him. Now, good news, with all this talent, there's very few teams that he's not supposed to beat. But it'll be Texas, it'll be Alabama, it'll be Georgia, it'll be LSU. So I would look for him to lose almost all those. And then the time he beats one of those, he'll turn around and beat a Kentucky or a South Carolina, Arkansas, one of the Mississippi schools. Mm. Drink to Kentucky? I don't think so. Hmm. A lot of y'all, man, you guys run through. Uh, we've had a number of people. If anybody missed it, we we got over a million hits on a video we put out at SEC Media Days. We, we didn't get a million hits then, unfortunately. We got them over the weekend. John Neighbors said, uh, friend of the show, great guest. He said, Arkansas is the better team. They just always lose to Missouri. So I appreciate y'all for uh, resharing that and getting it up. But uh, this guy wants to know, hey, you're going to have that clown john neighbors on anytime soon i'd love to hear what he has to say about mizzou i probably should have him back on just to just to update those comments but uh i can't tell y'all how many people have gotten upset over these clips we post from media days and then y'all bookmark it and then just bash the shit out of these people when these games happen 
you're going to get uh, next media days. No one's going to talk to us. Thanks to all y'all. I mean, I know y'all just having fun, but mm, I don't know if anyone's ever coming on again. Thanks to you guys. So I, I do appreciate uh, the time we had guests because that's it's probably coming on in. This show is better than Pate or Feinbaum. It's the best. Appreciate you, Charles. I don't know if I agree. I, those are two great shows, but I do appreciate you. Who the hell is Arkansas going to hire as an offensive coordinator? Well, we need to double check. We got Sam Pittman as head coach, you know, but uh, mm, I don't know. I, w I wish I had the answer for you. Hmm. Jump it all late. What do you think? Stoops to AM overall. Good hire, bad hire. I mean, they could do a hell of a lot worse, but I th would think they could do a hell of a lot better, too. I mean, he's he's just a C. He's average. So, I mean, eight and four, nine and three. That's the best he's ever gonna do. But I don't think he's ever gonna win anything of significance at AM. I really don't. And he's really, again, he was at Kentucky, so maybe this isn't fair, but he's not even that great of a recruiter. Now, NIL changes the landscape, and, and A&M's at the forefront of that. So I'm not saying the, the roster is going to be awful or anything, but um, I don't know if they're going to recruit at the level that they have been, but maybe they will. And he has uh, another thing that I said. He's had, he has real problems staffing on the offensive side of the ball. Position coaches, coordinators. He's gotten two good offensive coordinators in 11 seasons at Kentucky. And if he brings Liam Cohen, that's that's a hell of a start. If he doesn't, watch yeah. out because he struggles to make hires, particularly on the offensive side of the ball. I heard Sam Pittman's nephew maybe caught by his next season. I don't think so. I don't think so. Hmm. This has been a Ross Bjork production. <laughs> All right. Anyway, well, 22 minutes. Time for guys to start jumping in the portal. Here's the thing about the portal, though. You guys, uh, a lot of these NIL deals tie the players to the school. So I think that's why you don't see a lot of – you haven't seen a mass exodus from A&M yet. Hmm. Yeah, Stoops picked plenty of talent out of the portal this year and did nothing with it. That's true. They got the top quarterback, arguably the top running back. Didn't do much with it. Did not do much with it. Mm. Petrino, back to Arkansas's OC? No. Bobby Petrino can never go back to Arkansas. So, quit asking. Isn't that what Saban says? Quit asking. Who else about these games today, though? Uh, I guess there weren't a ton of standouts. I mean, South Carolina, whew, that hurt. That one hurt because you had you had Clemson there. Had you not shot yourself? I mean, Clemson did not even score an offensive touchdown, and yet we lose by nine points. That's tough. That is tough. Will Ole Miss make a New Year's Six? I think they might. Team's got to lose, though. Not a lot of teams are losing. Bjork's other hires have been home runs. Hoping this follows the trend. Hmm. Footman. I know we're not talking football, right? Because maybe other sports. Maybe it is. So, yeah, Stoops is going to be expensive. I mean, I, I can't wait to see 
Cousin Shane, beers drink or South Carolina points score? <laughs> For me, uh, South Carolina points still won that battle today, but uh, I had quite a few. Iron Bowl, what a legendary Iron Bowl. Ugh. How about early thoughts for uh, the SEC championship? I'm, I'm curious what people think. Bama or Georgia? I mean, I've been, I've been leaning heavily Georgia all season, but uh, Alabama, they just seem like the team of destiny. Anyone see Jalen Milrow after that game? Say, give me that motherfucking Heisman. I mean, I think it should be a finalist now. And if they beat Georgia, hell, give it to them. I don't. Whew. I mean, that was that was incredible. They just keep finding ways. You guys don't know how many trashed tweets that I have saved up for this decaying dynasty. Shane, even Shane's gotten in on some of it, and then they've just deleted because Bama finds a way. Bama gonna roll. George, Bama going to row over Georgia? I mean, hmm. Fans are split. Georgia. Mizzou says Georgia going to steamroll them, maybe. Georgia didn't look good today, though. Kevin Barbada. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Ooh. Shane says Trump wants his money back. <laughs> He left at halftime. Got to beat the traffic. I mean, that's that's smart. If Bama beats Georgia, do they go to the college football playoff? I think you have to. You have to. So many, how many wins in a row? That would be like nine, ten wins in a row for Alabama, undefeated in conference play. You got to put Bama in. I don't care. I don't care. Even if Texas is ahead of them and wins a Big Twelve, find a way to put Bama and Texas in there. Mm, yep, A&M really going from Jimbo to Mark Stoops. That's hard to believe, isn't it? Mm. I think the people that are probably most happy, though, Florida, don't have to face him annually anymore. <laughs> I think Kirby has Saban's number, says Mizzou fan. He's only beaten him one time, so I don't know about that. I think it might be the other way around, but we'll see. And in that game that he beat them, Bama's receivers, they're all hurt. Because Chase says that SEC championship is going to be epic. We'd like to be down there. I was kind of – that was uh, one of the reasons I was rooting against uh, Alabama today. I was like, well, if they're not going to have us at the damn SEC championship. Maybe this game won't be as epic if Alabama loses. <laughs> Maybe some credentials will open if Alabama loses. That's That was my hope, but uh, it didn't happen. What hurts more, fourth and 31 of the kick six? Oh, definitely kick six. See, when, when we were moved from an event, it kind of loses the power of it. I mean, they were still – they were running promos and everything for the kick six all day long. It's been 10 years. Now, fourth and 31, I mean, that'll live in the history of this rivalry. I'm not saying it was not an epic moment, but it's not like the kick six. Alabama was undefeated. They had won two in a row. They, they would have won three in a row. If not the kick six happen, I mean, imagine if Alabama loses to Georgia next week. I mean, fourth and thirty-one will still be a memorable play, but it'll be it'll be forgotten. It'll be meaningless in in the history of that program. Now, if they win the national championship, different story. Fourth and thirty-one, maybe that uh, you know is, is like the second twenty-six. 
but I, I think the kick, I mean, I'll, I'll go to my deathbed. I'll remember the kick six and I, and I have no tie to either school. I mean, it was that big of a play. Uh, I'll forget fourth and 31 after a couple beers, I think. <laughs> Cody Schrader for Heisman. He should be getting some buzz too. Mm-hmm. Arnett to Kentucky. <laughs> uh, maybe as an analyst. Maybe. Maybe. Matt says, I think Freeze called the wrong defense. He was on his burner phone. <laughs> Rock says, I don't want Beamer fired, but he should be fired if he can't do better next year. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, I don't, I don't think South, I mean, they just had a rough slate. They had a rough go of it. Sam Pittman makes a great Santa. Yep. Yep. Mm. All right. Anything else here? We're about 30 minutes in. Stoops with a locker room full of five stars may be exciting. Maybe. But here's another thing to think about. Not that they had many five stars at Kentucky. In fact, I can only really think of one or two. But the, the guys that he got that were five stars, they never panned out. He did better with underrated prospects that they had to develop. And that's maybe that's what Texas A&M needs. I don't know if anybody read that. Uh, if you subscribe to The Athletic, Bruce Feldman did a really good piece on uh, Jimbo and what everything went wrong. And it was basically, you know, he's an idiot. Like we were trying to tell you for a year and a half. Uh, but, you know, the locker room was divided. Guys just doing their own things. Uh, basically, when Jimbo wasn't there, no one knew what the hell to do because he's an awful CEO. He said, you know, a lot of the five stars just kind of did their own thing and they were allowed to get away with God knows what. I mean, it's going to be different under Mark Stoops. It, and it's not going to be run like that. So as a CEO, he's going to be a hell of a lot better. But point being, maybe A&M needs that. Maybe they need a little, they need toughness. They need gritty. They need, I hate to say it, but maybe they need a little less five stars, If particularly if they're just individuals out for themselves, which is what they have now and get some guys in there that are going to work their ass off and become better players and, and a better team, a, you know, a better unit. And Stoops will get that from them. But, uh, mm. but again, I, I don't think he's going to get nearly as, as good of a roster moving forward. He's not a good – he's not a fantastic recruiter. But, again, A&M's elite and NIL, so that probably makes up for it. Hmm, Muschamp was wearing a blue sweater today. Uh-oh, making connections here. <sighs> All right, I think I'm going to cut it here. <laughs> I'm starting to ramble. So, yeah, we'll be live Sunday. Be interested to see how Cousin Shane does this. But uh, first one, not in the duplex. But uh, we've been doing it, what, 7 o'clock? Yeah, 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 Central. Recap the games, me and Cousin Shane live on all the platforms. So again, I appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out here and it will catch you Sunday evening, seven o'clock Eastern six central on the next one with cousin Shane recapping all these games.